0: podcast
1: where we discuss anything and everything Disney. I'm Angela and I'm Joe. And on today's episode, we're going to find out why somebody in their right mind would willingly run 50 miles over four days.
0: (laughs) I haven't done it yet. So we're recording this before. I know that's that's (laughs) not our
1: actual topic today. We're going to be talking about our predictions, things we're looking forward to from Disney in 2023. Um, But we are recording this early because we are currently in Walt Disney World for the Dopey Challenge. Uh, And I do bring that up because, yeah, Angela, why why would you willingly sign up for this? Because this is insane, to run 50 miles (laughs) over four days. So I'm very
0: into right now the celebration of the body and what the body can do. And so it to me is an interesting challenge in seeing like, you know, how far can I push myself? How, what can, you know, I've, I've run a half marathon before. Could I do a full marathon and can I do them consecutively? So, uh, it's kind of like a celebration of, you know, being lucky enough so that I can get out there and put one foot in front of
1: the other. How you feeling? How's your head space? You feeling confident? Again, <laughs> we are recording this before we leave. So hopefully it all went well, but I mean, you, you feeling good?
0: Uh yeah, I hope that whenever okay. whenever this airs that you I didn't like, you know, nothing terrible happened, but well, no, I think I think it's going to be good. Check
1: our Instagram for the photo of you with your I don't know, like forty-five medals. I feel like you get for doing the dopey <laughs> challenge. So. Yeah, and no, Shannon Deere's podcast over on Instagram.
0: Honestly, I think I I am good because I I've, I've already you know in my You've training trained for I like trained a year for this. I trained I trained for fifty k, so that's more than a, a marathon. Now it's not. But I'm doing more mileage than a 50k though, um, because a 50k is what you know. This it's like I think it's
1: like 30 miles. Yeah, so maybe a little more than that.
0: Yeah, so um, you know, I, I think that my body will get a little time to recover, kind of in between the 5k and the 10k is really not much for me. But the half the day before is gonna be. I think a challenge. There's gonna a lot. Well, there's
1: going to be a lot of other people down there doing the dopey challenge as well. So good luck to all of them. Hopefully, yeah. it all went well for everyone. And um, it, but well, it should be a lot of fun. I was
0: going to say, if you see me, come say hi to me. But I guess this it's is over. Gonna, yeah, yeah, this is it's over. I mean, in that case, great job, everyone.
1: Yeah. Uh, and because we are recording this early, obviously we don't know what the Disney news came out uh, this past week. But one piece of news did want to touch on since we're talking about Run Disney uh, so is that excited. Run Disney announced that. Uh, Races are coming back to Disneyland in 2024, so it seems like... We okay. have something to look forward to. Signed up in twenty twenty four. Twenty twenty
0: three just started, and I'm already excited for twenty twenty four. You know, usually I get like kind of weird around about New Year's. Uh, new Year's freaks me out. Like I feel like there's something about it that's a little morbid. Um, counting down and ending a year, but um, unless you've had a bad year, then you're like, bye. Well, you really have but- a
1: glass half empty look. Most <laughs> people look at it as like, oh, it's a new year. We're starting fresh. You're like, I'm counting I mean, down 2020- the year. I
0: will say twenty 2020- twenty was a good year for us i think so i i felt like you know we had a good year i mean there have been years where i'm like like i'm done with you thank you i need a new year but not 2022 was a pretty but it's good already year shaping up because
1: 2024 but i'm run excited disney. i'm looking forward to this we, we've done with with marathon weekend this will be our third run disney event uh down in walt disney world there's mm-hmm. still a couple like we haven't done the princess we haven't done the food and wine one so there's still a few more we could do down there but you're still running through the same parks. I'm, I'm interested and I'm excited to go to Disneyland because yes. you get to run through those parks, change of scenery, change of pace. Do you
0: know when they typically run these? No idea. I mean, no pun intended there. But I, I
1: think they're. I think typically in the past they've had them throughout the year. So okay. I'm not sure. You know, with this announcement, is it going to be? one weekend that's coming back is it going to be a couple weekends obviously they were canceled with covid and before that with construction of galaxy's edge and some of the construction going on they don't have as much space so when parts of the park are under construction they can't have these races so i think now that kind of everything's back they're going to have this i'm sure they will have one within the 100th anniversary is going to be my guess that there'll be some sort of 100th anniversary tie-in celebration to the race, which I think would be really exciting. But I don't know if they, yeah, they'll just have one or multiple okay, races.
0: two things. One, that's the one I want to sign up for. So our, let's, mental
1: note to you. The one that we don't even know if it exists, I'm just guessing. But I think That's that, one of my predictions. Good, we're I starting on say, predictions for a, 2023. That's a great
0: prediction. No, I, I would love to do that race, though. Um, We're going to end up getting... Uh, did we did we get the 50th anniversary i think that our our, our medals is going to be 50th no, anniversary last now. year was technically yeah. the 50th yeah. anniversary yeah, marathon yeah, last but year was, yeah that's uh, right.
1: i mean i guess it's technically still part of the 50th but no yeah. last last year I mean, was the 50th yeah
0: but my second question is and I, i'm pretty sure when we did the run disney episode uh a while back make sure you check that out i have no idea what episode number that was though i don't think the marathon distance was a part of the the Disneyland ones because it's not as yeah, big they're of a shorter. Park. Yeah. They don't have yeah. as much
1: space. So yeah, but we'll definitely uh, look forward to that. So yeah, I guess kicking off our 2023 predictions, that's, that's uh one of mine. I, I didn't even have that down, but I guess kind of going into that, that's one of mine <laughs> that they'll do something with a tie in to the hundredth anniversary. So yeah, kicking off the new year, I look at the new year as a glass half full type of person. So I see it <laughs> as a land of opportunity and all new things and exciting things can happen for the year. So, with that, uh, on this episode, just gonna look for some predictions. So, Joe Stradamus is gonna be making a return here <laughs> for what I think may happen, uh, or some things we're most looking forward to uh, coming out in 2023 with Disney, with the parks or movies, uh, anything like that.
0: Okay. So my first prediction is that we are going to get a lot of park announcements. So this will probably happen. I think that there, there is a D23 on location in Disney World coming up this Destination year. Destination D23. Yes. yes yeah. yeah. So I think we are going to get a lot of park um, information, particularly, I think we're going to see what's going to happen with Dinoland. I think that Iger is going to, I'm sure that they already have things, you know, kind of in motion there. But I think that Iger was probably uh distressed by the lack of of um Do you think he partners? really cares?
1: It's because I don't think he probably does. Well I, I don't I don't think the parks are a huge concern for him. I, I know a lot of people feel like all the park issues are all on Chapek, And maybe they are, but I don't think they necessarily are all on him. But I think a lot of people are happy Iger's coming back, but I don't necessarily think that's his top priority.
0: Well, I I think that before we've talked about, you know, legacy and that maybe one of the reasons why he wanted to come back is for that legacy. Um, And so he kind of bowed out relatively quick before. So maybe, you know, he saw that a lot of people weren't very happy about the lack of announcements. And so he'll probably fast track some of these other ideas. So I do think that we are going to see some major announcements for the parks this year, especially since you have Nintendo World opening up and uh well not this February a whole over. New theme park yeah I not don't know that's that's all I was gonna say Hollywood. I know in Hollywood that's you gotta let me finish yeah, yeah I know it's opening over there I'm not sure when Orlando's is opening
1: 2025 but I mean that's a whole new theme park with right. epic universe there right so, so
0: I think that they're gonna need to start getting yeah some
1: I, I I don't think Bob Iger probably cares that much about the theme parks it's the one part of the company making money I mean if you look at This past year, the theme parks are making a lot of money. Again, more money than they've ever made. Uh, Streaming seems to be where the issues, and I think that's the reason why Bob Chapek is out is because of issues with streaming and things we've talked about on the show all last year of just Pixar movies randomly getting pulled from theaters like two weeks before and going straight to streaming for free. And just this whole idea of like, where is content going to be? And so I think that's Iger's bigger focus. With all that being said, I completely agree with you that I think Destination D23 is going to be huge. I think it's going to be huge specifically for Walt Disney World. It's in Walt Disney World. It's in Orlando. And I think to your points exactly where D23 had a major lack of theme park announcements we're getting you know we got some new shows coming to Disneyland that's all part of the 100th anniversary i think there's going to be some huge news and i think there has to be huge news for D23 for all the reasons you're saying uh universal's building an entirely new theme park that's coming out in 2025 they're getting Super Nintendo World over in California uh, this year. Disney needs to announce something to show people they are working on something because it is going to take years. I mean, one of my, I put this down as a joke, but Tron opens because at this point, yeah. at this point, um, it's a coin flip. It feels like it's sometimes whether we're actually going to get Tron in 2023. So my prediction is Tron actually does open this year. <laughs> um, but but like the the way it's, it's taken that long, we're going to need some huge announcements. So some things I'm hoping we get. I'm with you on Animal Kingdom expansion, replacement for Dino Land. I kind of hope it's around Indiana Jones. Not necessarily Zootopia. I know that's been floated around. I think Indiana Jones would be Uh, a a pretty interesting land. It's not something we have as a full land at another Disney theme park. I think there's a potential tie-in for like a hotel, things like that. Um, But I'm really hoping we get an announcement that they're redoing Figment and Journey into Imagination. I think Figment has been coming back in the parks in a major way lately, especially at Epcot. He's kind of somewhat a pseudo... Mascot. Mascot, yeah, for Epcot. And so I think... Disney sees value in him, and that attraction is terrible. I mean, I love Figment, but it is a bad I love attraction. Song. Yeah, the song's great, but the attraction needs a major uh, overhaul. It needs a major update. And so I'm hoping that Disney announces a big investment uh, in Figment in a big way. Uh, and then the other thing is, I hope we get news on. Actually breaking ground on that new attraction over in Avengers Campus. Now, this is over in Disneyland yeah. because we were already promised one e-ticket attraction that just quietly went away, and now D twenty three we got a piece of concept art for another one. So I hope we we get an actual word that this is starting. It's gonna <laughs> we're yeah. actually starting to build this thing, and we're actually uh, starting. Uh, to do this, and we have you know an anticipated date, it's going to be 2025 2026. I, I, I'm hoping for some concrete news like that. Um, and, and but I, I do think we're going to get some major announcements, and hopefully, some things that surprise us that you know we didn't even know were in the works because I do think we need that. But I, I agree with you, I think Destination D23 is definitely the, the thing to watch this year.
0: Okay, you already touched upon my next prediction, which is that we are going to actually see Pixar movies in theaters this year. Because, you know, as we mentioned, Pixar last year, we thought kind of got, you know, the short end of the stick. And I mean, not kind of, uh, it did. They, yeah, they basically pulled they everything. They pulled all of the Pixar movies and now, and just put them straight on streaming, I think, because they needed content. But, you know, Pixar is a really great branch of Disney. I mean, well, it's
1: great. And I mean, and if you look at Turning Red, too, I mean, that was... Terrible. It was going to be in theaters. It was going to be in theaters. And all of a sudden, it got pulled and mm-hmm. then went straight to streaming. It's like not only do they not put it in theaters, but they kind of like pulled the rug out from underneath it. Right. And then they, you know, then they release, uh, you know, other Disney ones. I know you like Strange World. You thought it was good, but it did not do well at the box office. Yeah. And it's like, why was that released in theaters and not in Disney Plus when Turning Red, which I think a lot of people liked, uh, or some of these other Pixar movies, We're just randomly at the last second said, Hey, it's going to streaming.
0: I would like to know, by the way, from all of our listeners, how many people really enjoyed strange world because I watched it. I ended up crying. I've got the whole way through the dang movie the entire way. I was like, well, this one didn't make me cry. And then in the last like 10 seconds, um, like crying, Um, but I think, I don't know. I just, I enjoyed, I enjoyed the theming. I enjoyed, you know, the voice that they gave to certain, like people that, you know, normally get overlooked and I just liked the storyline. I
1: mean, I, I feel like that movie was hurt because they just didn't market it well. I feel like they were like, we need to have a movie out for Thanksgiving. This is, this is what we have. And for whatever reason, they weren't fully behind it because the marketing of the movie, you had no idea what the movie was about. It made it look very odd. It wasn't. It didn't make it look like it was an exciting movie. This is from my perspective. It, there was nothing about the trailers or anything that made me feel like I have to rush out to the theater and see that. And I think that's why it didn't do about the box office. Not that it was a bad movie, because Disney. I mean, even at their worst, makes, say, good, makes good makes good movies. They have-
0: I, I, Particularly if, bad movies. Yeah,
1: I, I don't think they do either. But I think people didn't go out to see it because there wasn't an excitement, and I don't think they marketed it well. It wasn't like it was a musical, you know, like *We're Moana*, where you can yeah. play the songs, you can hype up Lin while Miranda's in it. I mean, they they really didn't necessarily push. I think the best they try to do was to try to capitalize it, like Jake Gyllenhaal, some of the voice uh, talent that was in it, and I think that's what hurt it at the box office. And obviously because it didn't do well they they put it on Disney Plus very quickly uh, and now i think a lot of people are seeing it and again i think it's received positive feedback it's just unfortunate again kind of how they've promoted it
0: yeah i think it's it's a hard one to promote because the idea is so strange it's almost like i a mean strange it, world yeah it is kind of it has this interesting like conceptual thing they couldn't give too much they couldn't give you too much cuz they'd give it away also but really it almost was like a Pixar movie because I felt like a lot of the heavy lifting of that movie was done in the themes and that like there were several different themes running have been in the on background. What Disney
1: Plus if it was Pixar?
0: <laughs> yeah, but like I feel like that's where they concentrated their effort. It was on you know theming and you know like that generational expectation and just things like that. So and also the environmental like it, it just it there that was where the story had the strength but yeah it was it was just it would be hard to translate yeah, we don't that into... Into
1: spoilers here i know you're trying to like dance around the yeah, plot too because sh- obviously maybe people haven't seen it yeah but, it was but just, obviously it was so kind of continuing with your point so you think pixar in theaters pixar is a huge comeback
0: yeah pixar has a comeback do I you think...
1: think not only is it in theaters do you think it regains its status as just solid box office goal that these movies come out they open number one no no okay so you think they're gonna so... trip up a little bit
0: Um, so my, my fear is that there are so many people that run out to see the superhero films. (laughs) Um, you're not ever, you're never going to see those numbers
1: because you don't have like, no, no, I'm I'm just saying that it opens number one. Not that it has, I mean, not, it doesn't have to do $300 million, but I mean, Pixar had a run there for 15 or 20 years where every Pixar movie, when it opened, it was number one at the box office opening weekend.
0: I think that. They can do I think that. the
1: Good Dinosaur broke that streak, actually.
0: Was the Good di- Dinosaur? I Pixar? think the Good
1: Dinosaur, yeah, was the first Pixar movie to not open. I number liked one. that one too. I know, but <laughs> I think I think that was the first one not to open number one. So I think Pixar goes to theaters and I think they regain i think I, they open number one i
0: think yeah i mean as long as they're not opening against you know a dc movie or well they won't anything okay, like, first
1: of all there's no dc movies anymore they've the rock changed that balance of power so much there's no dc uh extended James universe Ken's gonna come back so there's not gonna really be any many major dc movies uh, and then disney obviously they'll make sure they're not competing with marvel or some other disney movie. i mean that's the thing about disney they can literally make sure like there's no competition in movies anymore because Disney owned, owns all the major yeah. studios, so they'll never put Pixar against an I MCU. Mean, Paramount
0: movie. could try to beat them with like a minions movie or something.
1: Uh Universal. Like Illuminations. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah they could that would be like their only like real Wait, competition. Does
0: Paramount own Shrek? Who owns does Paramount own anybody?
1: Paramount has Top Gun. I think that's their most recent movie. <laughs> okay. Uh and they have, <laughs> I believe Transformers are Paramount. Yeah, because okay. I think on the Paramount Plus commercials, Bumblebees in it. Okay, so I'm not gonna argue. But with I don't. Know. I mean, there. Are, I think there is a Transformers movie, but I don't think that's gonna come out at the same time. So, all, all right. right. What's
0: your next prediction? All right.
1: So I, I'm gonna go with two here because they're they're both kind of related to the theme park. So I'm gonna get those two out of the way. So one, I think the Moana attraction, the Way of Water. I think it gets delayed till 2024. Just with Ooh. with how slow they've built everything, and again going back to Tron and joking that I actually think it's gonna open this year. I think um, Moana, even though it seems to be making progress, they've already announced that it's going to be late 2023. And so... I think it's very easy to slip and it's 2024. So I think we could get at Destination D23 an announcement, Moana opening spring 2024, and they make it seem like it's new in the same way. (laughs) Like it was
0: supposed to be that way all along. Well, in the
1: same way that um, the new restaurant in Toy Story Land, the Rodeo Roundup Barbecue, in January, so this time last year, they said it's going to open before the end of 2022. And then in, like, November, December, they announced it's coming, spring 2023. Like, like that's when it was going to be all along. So, unfortunately, Disney has a history of doing this lately. So, I think we see Moana get pushed back until 2024, potentially to time with uh, Flower and Garden Festival. I could see them trying to time that as well as this is going to open with Flower and Garden Festival. The other thing, this is more of a hope than a true prediction, but we'll say it's a prediction. But I'm really hoping we get a drone show at Epcot. That the new... We know we're getting a new nighttime show at Epcot. We know Harmonious is going away. Um, We we hardly knew Harmonious, but Harmonious (laughs) is going away um, at the end of the 50th. We may have to go... I I think when we're down there, we we have to see uh, Enchantment and Harmonious one more time because they're both going away. But I think the new show will be a drone show i think they're going to want to capitalize on the magic well,
0: did they get that license i know they well yeah i don't i, I don't know where all that stands
1: so i'm gonna say this all works out that's that's my prediction it's all gonna work out i know they were they wanted drones before but i mean it it works in paris it's incredible in paris yes the, the drone show is incredible there So I think they're going to make it work. And I think we're going to get something, maybe not to that scale. Maybe they can't have that many drones. They can do it on that big a scale, but I think we're going to get some sort of drone show at Epcot. And I think that will blow people away. And I think people will be like, this is great. This is what we've been looking for. Yeah. um, And and go from there. Here's the big question. And I'll ask you this, because I don't know if I want to make a guess on this or not. Do you think they take the barges away? (laughs) Do you think when Harmonious goes, they rip those barges out? Yes. So you think they they pull them out they just they go we really screwed up the barges are gone.
0: I think that If they get, I mean, getting rid of Harmonious means I think that they're going to at least significantly pare them down. I think that they get rid of at least some of that because it's too much noise in the middle of, you know, the lake. So I think that they get rid of some of it, but maybe not all of it.
1: I think it depends on the lagoon. Yeah. I think it depends on whether they actually have a real replacement for Harmonious. Or they went, like oh no, intermediates people show. hate this. <laughs> yeah. We need to do something different. Because if they really have like a true show planned, I could see them saying, again, let's think it's a drone show. We don't need the barges. We're going to have drones. We're going to have maybe some different versions of water screen, something else going on. Then, yes, I could see them removing it. But if they're like, we just need a band-aid show for another couple years until we can really get a good show. Then I think they're gonna keep them and just retool what Harmonious is with maybe some different visuals. So I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say they stay for this year. I don't think we see those things get ripped out and like a full-scale show replacement. I think what we're gonna get is gonna be a temporary show that we maybe get for a couple years. Cause over at Magic Kingdom, they're just bringing Happily Ever After back. In, in some sort of format. It's not even like that is a whole brand new show. I mean, it's going to be heavily leveraging Happily Ever After. So I think we get an intermediate show here at Epcot.
0: I should know the answer to this, and this makes me sound bad, but is Fantasmic
1: back? Yet? Yeah, Fantasmic is back.
0: So we can go see it?
1: Yeah, we can. It's going to be a lot of fun. <gasps>
0: oh, I mean, we already saw it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it came back uh, November. Okay. Again, that was okay. another one that I was, was going to be...
0: I'm pretty sure we announced this, but I just couldn't remember. The I think we announced it four
1: times it was coming back because they kept delaying yeah. it, kind of going back to uh, Moana getting pushed back. That yeah, it was like, oh, Fantasmic's coming. Well, maybe not. Well, maybe not. And then finally it did. <laughs> All right. My next prediction is that there is
0: going to be a much better... Utilization of the 100th anniversary for Disney than there was the 50th. I like that. So on the front of Strange World, there is a really awesome um, introduction of the castle. Yeah, that whole
1: new logo. Mm, Uh, It's so
0: good. I mean... I actually almost, you know, normally it it stayed the same for so many years and then they started to make it more 3D and kind of animate it. But this one was beautiful the way that it kind of traveled and um, eventually ended up at the castle. The castle looked great. So that already was just like something that got me hyped and excited for the 100th anniversary, which is more what I was expecting for the 50th. And I think that we're going to see that carry through. Now, I don't think this is the whole company. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it should be a bigger deal. I
1: mean, the 50th was just Walt Disney World. This is the entire company. So yeah, it's going to go through TV, movies, theme parks, everything is going to kind of be included in this 100th anniversary.
0: Right. I mean, we already mentioned we're not as big of a fan of the color scheming of the 100th anniversary because it's like, uh, it's like a platinum. Yeah. It's like it's very silver. silver. Yeah. So it's not, you know, it doesn't just like pop like the, um, the I'm iridescent. Cl- I will
1: say this next week though, I'm probably going to come back and be like, this merch is incredible <laughs> seeing it in person. So if I start saying that the merch is great, just know that I'm going to pretend like I never said that I didn't think the color scheme was great. <laughs>
0: well, I will tell you if the mini ears that have the, like the paint drip are on the or. Like in Disney World, uh, I'll probably be coming back with a pair of those. Yeah, so I think it's going to be better. I think that we're going to see it across more. I think we're going to see it more in the parks. I think that the the decorations are going to be great. Um, I think that the merch is going to be, you know, really nice and that they're going to be rolling it out more consistently than the 50th merch. Uh, I just I just think they're going to do a really good job with it.
1: I think that's a good one. I definitely think yeah, the hundredth is uh, is going to be pretty big across the company. So another thing I think is that we're going to get. I don't know if it's going to be a, a show on Disney Plus or a new movie. Movies announced, but I think we're going to get a a new major project announced for Star Wars. I so was,
0: okay, I was thinking that we. Had, it's been a while. I. It's, I almost made that one of my yeah. predictions. It's
1: it's been a while since we've gotten something, you know. I think they have uh, ridden the success of the Mandalorian. We're going to have the Ahsoka series, all that sort of stuff. But I I think we're going to get an announcement that they are now creating something, developing something from a different timeline. So I I don't think this is going to be a continuation of the Skywalker saga, you know, the sequel trilogy, anything like that. Because I think. For now, they're kind of done with that. They've they've gotten the Mandalorian that still kind of takes place around the same time. Obi-Wan, Ahsoka. I mean, those characters all kind of interacted with the main people we know. I think we're gonna get something around the old republic era, which takes place thousands of years before the movies with Luke and Darth Vader and Kylo Ren and, and Ray and all those people—they've done video games around this in the past. They've—they've they've written uh, books and stories. Those are no longer canon. I think we're going to get a canon project around that. I think st- they realize they need to kind of distance themselves from the Skywalker saga. That does better with Star Wars. I and mean, we have the Bad Batch again—different characters. Mm. I think they realize do better. So I think you know, going back to a completely different time period where it's all new, the stories, we have no idea what happens to these people because it's thousands of years in the future. Yeah. I mean, like the Obi-Wan series was great, but you kind of knew at the end of it he was going to end up back on Tatooine because that's where he was in the movie. You know, so yeah. I I mean there are some stakes to it, but not like there could be if they go back, I mean they could kind of do it Game of Thrones esque, not with as much you know, nudity and violence, but you know, I mean it it could but kind why of be
0: not? <laughs> it could kind
1: of be this sprawling saga. Yeah. So I think maybe Disney Plus makes sense. And I think that's where Star Wars I think it excels better in terms of uh this episodic thing. I mean George Lucas kind of saw the movies as these as a Episodes? space opera yeah. yeah you know episodic thing so i think having it on disney plus makes sense but i think we get a big announcement um from them that it, you know that's going to kind of be the next so you series don't see it as,
0: as a movie
1: i think it could be a movie uh trilogy i think it, it definitely could be a movie but i think i think they found so much success on disney plus i don't know why why they need to go back to movies i mean the series on Disney plus is so much better. I feel like that they, because they can take their time. Like the Mandalorian's great, but would you want to see just one Mandalorian movie? Like an, like a two hour movie. I think it, it works so much better when it is a, you know, six, eight episode series. I, I just, I think, yeah. especially, especially if they, if they do something with the old Republic again, where you're going to have to kind of build that world out. You're gonna have to establish the characters. And then again, when I was, talking about kind of game of thrones on how you know you have this these core characters and at the end of the first season they're all kind of in different places and then you follow their individual storylines over years that it really expands out they talked about that with the mandalorian okay season one was a very contained story and then you have all these other characters and so now you have you know people on mandalore you have ahsoka you have uh, boba fett like you can you can spread out and have all these other stories you could do the same thing with something like that so i think it works better on disney plus i think it probably would be smarter for them to do it um so i'm gonna say it's on disney plus but i could see a movie coming out as well
0: because i could see them doing the movie as a launch point and then you know with the idea that they're going could to do, do that merchandise yeah. and also you know uh make series out of characters that they're going to pull from the movie that they want those characters to be you know the ones that you really enjoy
1: that's actually a, a good uh, thought i haven't really thought about that before and i that's not something they've done yet but i could see something like that where maybe even in reverse right now where we have uh the mandalorian we had the boba fett series which kind of tied in and now you're gonna have ahsoka getting her own series which is kind of tying into the same universe you could almost see like what they did with marvel but like imagine if marvel started with TV shows. And then the Mm -hmm. Avengers was the movie team up where, okay, maybe they all have these series, and then we have some sort of movie where the three of them. Uh, you know, cross paths again, something happens, and then they kind of split again and go back on to Disney Plus. That's a good thought. Well,
0: Disney Plus can be a really excellent proving ground. You know, if people really enjoy it, they take to the characters, they take to the storyline, then they know that they're going to have a box office success because people are following these characters and want to see them succeed or whatever. So I mean, I think that it works really well in the reverse as well.
1: Yeah, no, I, I, I don't think the reverse. I think I think it works well. Yeah. Disney plus. W- to reverse the box of office. what I s- yeah, said. Yeah. Yeah. I actually think that's the way to go. Cause yeah, I think there's too much risk in probably starting with the movie, but I think, yeah, you could really, really see that. That's a smart move. And I'm sure something they will do eventually if they're not already planning to do yeah. something like that. All right. And my last one is that Bob Iger is going to get an extension. I don't, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> he's gotten so many extensions. I I can't believe I would be surprised if he's done at the end of 2024. I have to imagine at some point this year, because things are going so well. Bob Iger would look really strange with extensions. Contract extension. <laughs> not I can see him with like
0: Fabio hair. Like that's go. a very old reference. I guess I have to clarify. <laughs> yeah,
1: contract extension. So I I think they will announce a successor, but I think they'll say. They need more than a year, a year and a half to get ready. So, oh, we're going to keep Bob Iger around for another couple of years. So maybe only a year, maybe another two years, but I really would be surprised if he only makes it if he if he really does leave at the end of 2024 so i think at some point this year probably late in the year bob agger gets an extension at least for another year maybe to 2025 but i think they'll have somebody announced i think they'll have a secession plan in place but i think they're going to say ah we need a little bit more time so we're going to keep bob agger around a little bit longer i'm
0: going to add i mean i think you you just said you know you just said that they're going to have somebody announced i think by the end of this year we'll have we'll have the secession plan that's that's going to be. Yeah. And I I've, my I've guess. thrown
1: my hat in the ring. So, I think I could do a decent job.
0: I mean, I think you would too. You're- I like
1: Marvel, I like Star Wars, I like the theme parks. I'll put my name in the ring. My prediction is I get announced as the next CEO of Disney this year. But I won't take it cuz it probably would mean we'd have to get rid of this podcast. And this podcast means more to me than running the Disney company.
0: Doesn't for me. Okay. All right. <laughs>
1: All right, you'll take it then. So, all right. All right, but that wraps up the show for this week. We will be back next week with our recap of the Dopey Challenge. We will find out if Angela made it, uh, how it went. You'll probably hear a lot of medals (laughs) clinking around on next week's uh, episode because I imagine you're never going to take them off.
0: How much of We Are the Champion are we legally allowed to play before we have to pay royalties? Uh,
1: Probably none of it. So, Darn. Yeah, unfortunately. But yeah, so uh, looking forward to that. But hopefully everybody had who was down at Marathon Weekend, had a great weekend, um, but we'll definitely be back next weekend with our trip recap. I want to thank everybody again for listening. If you've not done so, please leave us a rating or a review. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast. It really helps, and we really appreciate it.
0: Thanks for lending us your ears. Have
1: a great week, everybody, and we'll see you here next Monday. Bye-bye.